We are all so much more alike than we think. Diaries of the Mind takes you through the unconscious of every human being by shedding light on the ebbs and flows of being authentic and more me. Through vulnerability and honesty, I will take you through my personal experiences in relationships and personal development. Join me each week for raw and open conversation, sharing my story, provoking thoughts, and challenging your beliefs as I bear witness to my own trauma and the wisdom that I have integrated into my awareness. Hello, everyone. Welcome and thank you so much for tuning into the Diaries of the Mind podcast. My name is Imani. I am a licensed therapist and intuitive here to share with you personal stories and experiences of mine that have in some way, shape or form transformed my life. My hope is through each episode and through each experience shared, you all will be able to see yourself in my story as I take you through navigating the complexities of the mind and the heart through raw and open conversation. I hope you all are having a great week and I also hope that you all are just as excited as I am, y'all. It has been a long time coming. <laughs> it's It's been a long time coming. I, I really tried to resist doing a podcast of any sorts for literally like over a year. I've spent a lot of time just um, really figuring out what it is that I wanted to do. I found out that I really like teaching. So I have like my membership where I offer monthly classes. And I also have like my Instagram where I usually kind of just like post tweets and stuff like that. Um, But everyone has always been telling me, well, not maybe I shouldn't say everyone, but a lot of people have told me, you should get on a podcast, you should do a YouTube, you should, I'm just like, oh my God, I don't want to do all these things. But I'm like, you know what, after my recent experience, which, you know, pretty much what this podcast episode today is going to be on, after my recent experience, I was like, you know what, I think I'm being gently pushed in the direction to do exactly that. Because I think some of the things that I experience and the things that I go through, I think I'm finally starting to see myself the way that other people kind of like see me and not in a bad way, but like really in in a good way, a way that is empowering to me, a way that challenges me and helps me to just really tap into a lot of the experiences that I have, a lot of what it is that I I share on my Instagram and what I share in my membership um, and to just get a little bit more like, you know, up close personal with y'all because I, I think a lot of the times there is this misconception of what a therapist really is like I've gotten to this point in my life now where I'm just like I completely hate being called a therapist and you know no no shade to all the therapists out there my fellow therapists that are listening um today but no shade or anything like that but I think a lot of the times um when you when you hear the word therapist at least for me being a therapist it it automatically kind of comes with like this pressure of like uh being very performative being very perfect, having all the answers, knowing what to do. And I think a lot of the times what gets lost in translation is, you know, although I'm I'm teaching people how to navigate through different situations and how to deal with conflict and regulate stress and like their emotions and, you know, talking about what's happening in their relationships and stuff like that. I think um, what a lot of people forget is like, 
we go through like a lot of the same situations that you guys go through, you know? Um, And so I really wanted to start this podcast to just be more open and transparent about that because I think really just bringing in that simple fact that I am human and I'm always going to be authentically me outside of whether there's an L in front of my name or not. um, I think that's really important in the um, experience and the process of really just healing um, and, and really coming into who it is that you are. So I really hope through the stories that are shared, the topics and the, the conversations that, you know, we talk about on this podcast. I really hope my hope is that you can see yourself in a lot of what it is that I'm talking about, a lot of the um, experiences that I've had in my life in hopes that like you'll be able to integrate some lessons. You'll be able to like, you know, think about things a little bit differently, challenge your beliefs, your feelings, you know, all that good stuff. So today's podcast episode, I am really excited about because it is so on time. I'll say that it's so on time for me and just what my experience has been over the past year, really navigating relationships, navigating relationships in my personal life, but also navigating relationships in like my professional life too. Um, so that's a, that's just like a different dynamic for me because I am a new entrepreneur and a new business owner. And so I've always kind of like struggled with boundaries in personal relationships but then I'm also seeing that I'm well I guess obviously I'm struggling with it also kind of like in professional relationships too and so today's podcast episode is called ambivalence and for those of you who are not sure what ambivalence is ambivalence is really like the state of experiencing conflicting feelings or beliefs um, at the same time so time So you're experiencing conflicting feelings about someone or something. And I recently went through a situation where I had a certain perception of someone in a professional relationship. And unfortunately, throughout my interactions with them, the perception that I had of them, I guess the perception that I created of them, started to dwindle away slowly. And once my perception of them, once my perception of this person started to change, the the energy dynamic of the relationship shifted almost immediately. Like it was something that couldn't be hidden. It was written all in my body language, even when I, I wasn't really conscious of it. And in my facial expressions, just in like interacting with them. And as I started to kind of just like check in with myself and just get more in tune with my emotions as I was navigating through this experience, one of the things that I said to myself as I said, okay, Imani, I want you to like, instead of intellectualizing this and doing all this mind stuff, because that's what you usually do in your personal life, you just make sense of it. And then you're like, okay, move on, you know, but I I want you to actually feel this experience in your body. I I want, because your body that's the thing that that's what's so interesting about your body because your body is always going to tell the truth, even if your words are like incongruent with it. So like, I don't know if you guys have ever been maybe like in a meeting or any type of like conversation with someone and the person standing there with like their arms folded that like someone standing with their arms folded says a lot, like you know, like it, it could communicate that they don't feel safe in that interaction. It could be like a very, um you know, protective stance. So I was really interested in kind of like, what are the things that my body is saying in this interaction with this person that maybe like my words 
can't articulate right now, or maybe I haven't really processed it. Cause you know, like I said, I always try to make sense of things. I haven't processed it maybe in my head enough to make sense of it for it to be expressed through words. Um, but what I started to realize is that like, it was also a very confusing situation for me to go to because I think all in all, I wasn't sure if I could trust my own judgment in general, navigating this situation in a professional manner, like with this person, you know, you start kind of like second guessing yourself. Like, you know, you start thinking like, you know, maybe I'm just like overreacting by some of the things that they're doing. Maybe there's like some, some missing piece of this puzzle that like, I'm not, I'm not getting, you know? So you kind of just end up spiraling into like all these feelings of really what it is, is is, is self doubt and uncertainty, especially, especially when you're not confident in your own judgment because you've never really had the space in the past to even be confident to do so. I know that's a lot of what my story is. Like a lot of my trauma is in my my throat chakra. A lot of my wounds is in me being able to speak up for myself and expressing myself without being misunderstood or without being judged. And that's something that even till this day in my life, that's something that I actively have to work on because it's it's really learning to get to a point of acceptance for yourself where you really can see and start to understand that like everyone's not going to get it. Everyone's not going to agree with you. Everyone's not going to understand you. And like that's okay. And so kind of just going a little bit back to like the the main part of this story um when you don't really have like the space or you've never at least been created the space for you to be able to just kind of like, you know, speak up for yourself, express your feelings and like it's safe to do so. You do all of this like second guessing and you're so uncertain because you've been shown time and time again that when you do bring things up, when you do tell your truth, it doesn't matter, you know? And so it can be really confusing when like you you have a preconception of someone based off of like your your previous experiences with them and you know like we can even go as far as to like the assumptions that we make about people through like just meeting them through through their status through their um you know social media currency like that's even a thing socioeconomic status like culture all these different things and it's like i thought you were a just a good, decent human being because of, of like all of these things that you have for yourself and like everything is going so well. But then it's like when you start interacting with them and you really get to know them and then, you know, you really start to see how they move um, in certain situations. It's like the energy behind what you're seeing from them with their actions is like the complete opposite of who you thought they were. And I think a lot of the times it, it really hurts to have to come face to face with that and I think it it also makes it even more tricky personally in this situation for me because in my work life and in my professional life and and not my work life in in my work life and in my personal life people perceive me as the therapist you know there's like this underlying belief that like I said before that people have about therapists to kind of like have all the answers, know how to handle stress, know how to regulate our emotions. So, you know, how to deal with, with conflict and like, yes, 
all of that is it's so true like we're literally trained to do that and while that's true and while we do have the edu- education to guide and to teach others how to navigate through difficult situations it doesn't matter how many courses you take how many books you've read how many podcasts you listen to, life is always going to present you with an opportunity to integrate a lesson. And through my interactions with this person, I had to come face to face with my shadow um, of just being so uncertain of myself, um, really having this self this self-doubt, um, judging myself for feeling like ambivalent about this person of really believing what I was seeing was really what I was seeing and to stop using like um, a lot of the times I think what we do is we use like this state of confusion like I don't know how I feel I don't know what's going on in a way to protect ourselves to like protect ourselves from having to come face to face head on with the reality of the situation like like when you just when you're just feeling like confused about something what's really happening is is you're not trusting your own inner judgment so that that state of confusion just keeps you in this state of helplessness and it keeps you in this state of powerlessness because that's not communicating at least energetically that that's not communicating that you have mastery over your life and 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 your feelings and and you're able to really kind of just be like present with it so it isn't helpful because it keeps us from being present it keeps us from having to kind of like face the reality of the situation at hand you know and so like I said a lot of the times we'll say you know like I'm just confused about the situation. I don't know. You you go into like this the the self-doubt and the and the guessing of yourself because it's like you you're trying to protect yourself. But it's like the reality of it is is like no, you know what's going on. If you actually just allow yourself to like sit with your feelings and be present towards like how you felt about this person previously versus how you feel about them now, it may be difficult for you to be present with it but you can be present with it. You can sit with it and work towards being able to get to a point to accept it. So that way your body language and your words are congruent, regardless of whatever is going on. And that's what I had to learn. And I think the more that we can just even start to just be honest about that, the more we can, we, the more we can like resolve the powerlessness that comes with having conflicting feelings about someone, having conflicting feelings about a situation, you know? Um, And so I really think for me, in this situation in particular, that what was really that's that's what was really hard for me to navigate that feeling of ambivalence and just being able to trust that what I was seeing and what the person was doing and like all these different things, like I, I was seeing it and not being so afraid of myself to really be able to like stand in that truth. Because I really think that's what it was. I was so scared that I was right. I know some of y'all had probably like felt that way before. I was scared that I was going to be right. And now I got myself in like this tricky situation and I'm going to have to feel my way through navigating through it. That's, that's literally what it was. That's, that's like the best way that I can explain it. So the lesson that I learned through that situation was to trust my own judgment. Stop second-guessing yourself because other people have second-guessed you in the past. 
Like at this point, you have cultivated a relationship with your mind, your body, your intuition, and you have to now walk into that confidence, you know, without needing validation from the next person to like, do you see the same things I'm seeing? Am I bugging out? Am I doing this? I'm like, like, you don't, you don't need any of that. Allow yourself to surrender and just move through the situation. You have the tools and you have the capacity. And sometimes all it takes is just that belief. Sometimes there, there is no step-by-step book. Sometimes there is no tools. Sometimes it doesn't matter if you ask 5, 10, 20 people. <laughs> like, if you have, if you have a, a gut feeling about something, if, if you're seeing one thing, if, if somebody's saying one thing, but then they're doing something else, you know, you know all that stuff that's kind of just like, uh, the energy behind this is not something that I can trust. <laughs> the energy behind this is not something that makes me feel safe. And understanding that that alone is enough. It's enough. Regardless of what the next person's opinion is, regardless of how it makes them feel, like stay present and just stay grounded with yourself and learn to trust that. Build your confidence in the fact that, like, girl, you know. <laughs> like, like, you know. Like, it's just that you don't be wanting to believe it, but you know. So that was my lesson for navigating through that situation. And then, (laughs) and then I also went through another situation where the theme was being in a state of ambivalence, but like turned up 5,000, 5,000. So I, I went through another situation. And this is why a lot of the times I say, I say this in my content and I say this in my membership too, but a lot of the times, When you are being presented with the same themes in your life over and over again, so constant themes for me are are usually around like boundaries, but when you are being presented over and over again with the same themes, the same situations, there is a lesson in there for you, there is some medicine in there for you, and there is some wisdom that is just waiting to be integrated. And and sometimes when you go through a situation the first time and you don't get the lesson, you're going to go through it again. And the thing is, is that a lot of the times when you're going through the situations again and again and again and again, it gets more and more challenging. And so that's why I, I love this podcast episode so much because and being in that state of ambivalence and also just really learning so many different things about setting boundaries with people and stuff like that was such a big theme for me, I would say, for the past like two months. And it's really been coming full force, like heavy on. Um, and I think that is because God himself has has so much in store for me. And I think there are just certain things that I have to integrate, certain things that I have to sharpen in my personal development in order for me to be able to um, really be open to receive all of the wonderful things that are in store, the wonderful things that are happening in my life. And then also being able to deal with like some of the challenges that are going to come with them. So I also went through another situation um, recently where someone in my life was was doing things that really hurt me and also like the other people around them and when i tried to confront this person to you know have a healthy dialogue with them like you know regardless of how it is that i felt about what they they were doing that person perceived it as an attack and started like projecting a lot of like their own insecurities onto me. There were a lot of things that were said in that conversation that I was kind of just like 
so thrown off and kind of like, wait, like what's actually going on here? It was a lot of just a, a projection of like their own insecurities. So once again, you know, I'm being presented with this theme, you know, I'm, I'm being presented with this theme. I'm put in this in the state of ambivalence because I'm like, OK, I know I know deep down with this person in particular, it, it it's kind of like looking at it from from the soul level, like you're really just a wounded child trying to navigate through life in an adult body. And I say that like, like I literally say that with all seriousness. And the reason why I'm saying that with all seriousness is because that's a lot of what it is that we all kind of are when you really think about it. Like when we're triggered and we have certain reactions to those triggers and it's really hard for us to kind of like navigate through being able to um, just just regulate in a way that is healthy regulate in a way that helps to move the conversation and the situation forward a lot of us do that like we we kind of revert back to like these childlike tendencies like giving people the silent treatment running away from the conflict like making like avoiding accountability altogether you know so it's like a lot of us are really wounded children trying to navigate through life in an adult body and so in this situation in particular there was a part of me that could show so much empathy and compassion for why that person responded to me in the way that they did. And I could also show empathy for their trauma without necessarily like putting it on myself and absorbing it. And I think because I probably was one of the few people in their life that wasn't absorbing it, I I wasn't enabling it and kind of like feeding into it, my response to show compassion and empathy with boundaries was was taken as a threat. And that's because a lot of people have a misconception about what compassion and empathy really is. And compassion and empathy is not about rescuing or, or fixing people. It's seeing them for where they are. It's understanding their feelings. It's understanding their trauma. It's being able to offer support within your capacity. Like, like you're doing all of this stuff with boundaries and so a lot of the times when you start adding boundaries into empathy and compassion what happens is like you are gently kind of like pushing the person into you're gonna have to figure out how to navigate through these difficult emotions and I'm going to be able to show up for you in my within my capacity but it's also seeing it from the dynamic of like when the behavior starts to get really, really unhealthy, when the behavior starts to get very erratic, when the behavior starts to hurt you and starts to hurt other people, that's when you really got to say, all right, you know what, I got to set a boundary here and I have to be really firm and concise in terms of what I will tolerate in this relationship and what I will not tolerate in this relationship. And that goes for every relationship, romantic, platonic, work relationship, all of it, all of it. And so because boundaries has been such a big theme for me in my life for the past two months, um, I feel like I was presented with that opportunity to say, all right, are you going to like fix and rescue this person and like try to make them feel like they're on cloud nine? Or are you going to mirror to them all of the things that they have to work on, even if it feels uncomfortable? Because at the end of the day, I understand that their journey is more about them than it's about me. And right now, even in this interaction, we are teaching each other something. You know, like you're teaching me something about myself because you're triggering this frustration in me. 
And I'm also triggering something in you being able to make that attempt to try to have an effective and safe conversation with you and it's being rejected. So it's getting to a point where at least in, in this situation in particular, I was able to understand that, you know what, outside of my feelings and my responses to this, like this journey, their journey is about them. It's about them navigating through their own traumas and learning the tools to emotionally regulate. But the only way that they're going to be able to um, really learn the tools to emotionally regulate is if they are open and ready and and willing to learn and, and receive. And unfortunately, we can't force people to face themselves. And in this situation in particular, this person was unwilling to face herself or, or see anything outside of the narrative that she created in her own head to keep herself safe. You know, so so I'm in this state of ambivalence because I'm like, yo, I see you for exactly who you are. And my heart goes out to like all of the wounded parts of yourself that you have yet to integrate because you're afraid. And also at the same time, I'm so angry at you for responding in this way. I'm so annoyed and I'm pissed at you for just being so disrespectful and hurtful, not only to me, but also to other people. I'm frustrated that you refuse to do your work. And I'm also angry that other people are now kind of like innocent bystanders of, of your wounds. And so it, it was kind of like, it was kind of like sympathy. But then I also felt myself going through feelings of just being completely disgusted and, and repulsed by the situation repulsed that someone could could respond this way while also showing sympathy for the fact that they even feel that they have to respond this way to keep themselves safe and i had to work through that i had to work through that feeling of being able to have both of those feelings at the same time and allowing them to just be i had to work through feeling repulsed and disgusted and frustrated and angry so that i could eventually lean into the compassion piece and the empathy piece, but now it's coming from a place of me being genuine with myself. And so when I'm being more genuine with myself to be able to bring in that compassion piece and that empathy, I allow myself to experience the, you know, the uncomfortable feelings in the beginning to work through it, to get to empathy then I can start to say, oh, you know what? This, this feels better. This feels a little bit more peaceful. You know, I, I want to make a home out of this. I want, I want to make a home here. This is where I want to stay. And you allow yourself to just stay there for a while. You allow yourself to just stay there for a while. So all in all, when you are in a state of ambivalence, when you feel that, that feeling of ambivalence, Understand that you are a human being who deserves to have their feelings. You deserve to have your feelings, whatever they are. You know, and a lot of the times we, we put ourselves in like this state of overwhelming anxiety and, and just so much stress because we're the ones telling ourselves that we shouldn't feel the way that we feel and that we shouldn't be having these feelings and we should try to just work towards getting to something else that's, that's a little bit more favorable. But for me in my personal life, I don't even label feelings as like positive feelings versus negative feelings. They're just feelings and they're meant to be felt. You know, like as human beings, we all, the way that we're biologically set up, 
we come with emotions and emotions will are very instinctual. I can experience the emotion of anger and then also experience the emotion of being disgusted. Now, what the feeling is after that, because there's, there's a difference between emotions and feelings. What the feeling is after that is after, that's how I perceived the anger. So while I was angry at this person, it made me feel disrespected. I felt betrayed. I felt infuriated. I felt hostile. I felt provoked. Another example is I felt the emotion of um, disgust. So the emotion was disgust. And the feeling from that is I felt disappointed. I felt embarrassed. I felt horrified. So you see, it's like the emotion, it just comes in. Like you can't, you can't really control it. The emotion comes in based off of what the situation is. And then you're going to experience the feeling afterward. And the feeling is the thing that needs to be worked with because that's how you're perceiving it. Once you work with how you perceive situations and you just think just even for a second that it could be just a little bit different. You allow yourself to have your feelings. You allow yourself to express how it is that you feel. You allow yourself to be present with the issue. And then you're like, you know what? I kind of want to like navigate through this situation and I want to be able to process the situation, but I want to be able to do it from a place of wholeness. I want to be able to do it from a place that feels more empowering to me rather than disempowering to me and just outright frustrating. Emotions and feelings don't, they don't cancel each other out. So it's important that we really realize and that we understand that it is possible as we navigate through relationships with people and and, and different situations in our lives, it's possible to have multiple emotions at once. And if you can realize this, you know, you won't be so thrown off when it happens. And then you also won't fall into a little bit of, of what I was, which is kind of like that second guessing and, you know, um, just being very uncertain of yourself. You won't be surprised at anything that happens. It's like, you know what? I'm going to allow both of these feelings to be here with me. It's okay that both of these feelings are here with me. And right now, instead of trying to make sense of it, just let it be. Just let it be. Allow yourself to experience these emotions in their complexity, including like, like you know, just even like the physical manifestations that you have. Like when someone's angry and your face gets red or if someone feels really anxious and your palms get sweaty, like let it be there with you. When you let it be there with you, you're not in resistance to it. You're not trying to kind of like escape it or avoid it. You're coming face to face with it as scary as it is. You know, and then you get to a point where, you know, you really start to have some 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 banter with it. You know, okay, like, all right, like, let's try to figure this thing out. Like, what is this? What is this here? What do I need to work on? What is this trying to teach me? What is it that I am feeling? What is what is this that is maybe triggering on a past wound that I haven't paid attention to? You know, so you can start to um, give name to like even just a lot of these emotions that you're experiencing. And once you acknowledge them and you allow them to be to be present with you, then you're able to work through it, you know? So 
I hope that you guys enjoyed today's podcast and I hope that um, you were able to see a little bit of yourself in whatever situation that you are going through in this situation that I just went through in terms of just being in a state of ambivalence. So I am so looking forward to doing more episodes with you guys. I'm going to be releasing an episode every week where we're kind of just chit chat, talk about what's going on. Um, Definitely don't forget to download this podcast and subscribe, leave a comment and a rating. Also, don't forget to check out my exclusive membership, Awakening Consciousness, where I offer two monthly classes, guided meditations, open Q&A, special guests, and more. So don't forget to check out my membership, Awakening Consciousness on Mighty Networks. You can follow me on Instagram at Imani in Touch, I-M-A-N-I dot I-N-T-O-U-C-H for access to the membership and other services. I hope you all enjoy the rest of your week and we will be back again next week. This wraps up this week's episode of Diaries of the Mind. I hope you enjoyed our deep dive into today's discussion. As always, if this episode was helpful to you, head over to the review section and leave a rating. Also, don't forget to follow me on Instagram and Twitter at imani.intouch. If you are interested in joining my private community where I offer monthly classes, guided meditations, and more, or to even just check out my services, head over to imaniintouch.com, click on membership and subscribe. Have a great rest of your week and I can't wait to chat with you next week.